If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Duke Nukem. And when I'm not out slaying aliens and saving Earth's babes, I'm listening to Podcast Unlocked. Hail to the podcast, baby! Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. It's episode 253. It's July 6th. 6th. Hmm. Nailed it. 6th. That's a, a, a TH on the end of that. Is a hard July 6th. It's a palindrome. Sixth. July 6th. It is? No, <laughs> no. Not, not if it's a palindrome. It, it's no. 7167. No. I don't know, Marty. I don't think that's how palindromes work. Palindromes are like jazz. They're just improv. You just yeah. let it happen. Yeah. Just Feel it. play the notes. <laughs> yeah. Shark, Sean Finnegan. Hello, everyone. Sharky McSharkington. <clears throat> Repping new glasses. Yeah. I like them. I'm Everybody let him know how nice he looks in the glasses. He, nobody said anything yesterday. You have absorbed. And he was all like, I got new glasses. Nobody noticed. You've absorbed Mike Horn's <laughs> essence. You're slowly oh, wow. becoming That's Mike what I was Horn. Channeling my fortification. Marty Sleeve. For people who don't know, I do. Uh, <laughs> Greets. I'm very tired. I apologize. Me too. I was up very late yes. last night playing Inside. Good. Good. We're going to talk a lot about that. Ryan McCaffrey here and Destin Legary. Hi, everybody. With uh, your buttons, short sleeves, Button. and your yeah. button shoulders. It's been, it's been warmer lately. This one has a lot of... It has? I think it has. <laughs> yeah. Where do you live? Oh, right. In the where there's actual sun. The east yeah. Bay. Yeah, yeah, not the east here. Bay. It's been more, uh, last two days, it's been colder. Ugh. But normally, it's hotter. The old Mark Twain quote coming to fruition this week. What's that? The coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Mark oh, yeah. Twain never lived in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, because the <laughs> coldest winter I ever spent was winter in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see here. Yeah, we're going to be talking inside at the end of the show. So if you haven't finished inside yet, we have an entire regular episode of Unlocked. You have one more hour to get it done. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to throw these two guys out, even though I love them. And bring in a couple of other uh, f- just foaming at the mouth editors who are eager to chat about. They're this. rabid. They're rabid. We're it's bad. Did you get your shots, Marty? Before no. we no. I took shots last night. Ew. Oh. oh. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Too tired. This is terrifying. So what you have to do, Marty, is <laughs> we were talking about. 
Summers right before we recorded, we were talking about I was in a meeting about a Kingdom Hearts thing. Yeah. And we started listening to the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Yeah. And I was like, this is this the first time that's ever happened? But then evidently my Mighty Mighty Boston sounds like Bernie Sanders. It did. You came in and I thought you were doing Have Bernie Sanders. Have been close to tragedy? <laughs> See? It's, that's, I'm young and I'm hip with the, chi- with the kids, Marty. <laughs> it's I, your kids, I, Marty. I, I understand them. That's why I've engaged them all as young voters. Uh, not a bad Bernie Sanders impression. You don't have enough rights. Not enough rights. I think it's pretty funny. (laughs) He gets a little more excited. Well, you know, he's... A bird just landed on my pillow. (laughs) It was incredible. A bird landed on my pillow. He gets excited about stuff. Now you're... He brings it up. What are you... And then brings it down. So he starts low. You're sort of Seinfelding. That's what he does. That's how Bernie talks. It's a B movie. <laughs> uh, I think there's an Xbox podcast slow news somewhere. Day, it actually is. It's a super slow news day. Yeah. So inside spoiler cast at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to miss any show. Don't skip anything until you. There'll be an obvious segment break, and then uh, yeah, we'll get to that. We got just a few interesting. Very. It's a it's a potpourri, Marty. Ooh. Of of news. A venerable week. cornucopia. A horn of plenty. That no. That would imply a lot. Never mind. Forget it. Forget <laughs> I apologize. <that> <laughs> uh, so we'll come right back. I remind you, of course, if you don't already, subscribe to the Unlocked YouTube channel because it's a super cool Dude. and easy way to get all of our stuff. YouTube.com slash IGN Unlocked. Easiest way to see Sean Finnegan's new glasses. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do that Accurate. video in order to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your audio listens, though, too. Real quick, Sean, yeah. before we move along to news. Halo 5 Warzone Firefight, officially mm-hmm. out. You've been mm-hmm. playing a lot of it. You streamed it I need to get back in mm-hmm. uh, now that I'm done with Inside. How, how good is it? Because it looks really good. It's a lot of fun, actually. I, we streamed it yesterday on, uh, on IGN, and man, like, they upped the difficulty level like kind of a lot. I pubbed it over the weekend for a few hours, and yep. I honestly didn't finish a single match just playing by myself. Wow. It takes a good amount of teamwork and a lot of communication, and the bosses themselves are very difficult. We got to fight the Mecha Grunt on stream <laughs> yesterday, which was totally awesome. He's very difficult, and he has custom dialogue, and he's yelling at you and other it's players so all the time. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Love it. Uh, all right. For more on things, come right back after this. Hang Can't on. wait. Things. <laughs> All right, news time. We begin with the most out of left field, or perhaps the so southern far, hemisphere. So far in the left field that it was in the right field. I don't know where you're going with that. Baseball metaphors. <laughs> How can that's like a, this is not a home run? Spherical. Oh, because we've got three all strikes the way and around. you're out. <laughs> <laughs> a real home run of a joke. <laughs> And the pencil's like, get me out of here. <laughs> it's just like rolling off the table, please. Pencil's like, I'm out. Okay. Uh, Call of Duty Roman Wars was a thing that was pitched. It was prototyped. <laughs> it was considered. And it almost happened. Uh, what? And then Rise came out, and they were like, maybe we shouldn't do the exact well, same game. Well, <laughs> it's funny. I, I, I wonder... Mm-hmm. I doubt Rise had anything to do with it, but you never know because this... It looked a lot like Rise. This was... So this was Vicarious Visions, who's been an Activision development studio for a long time. They've they've done a lot of port work, and then they've now they've kind of made their name with uh, working on the Skylanders yeah. series. But they, they, they go all the way back to... I mean, they go back before this, but they did the Xbox port 
which was an amazing port of Doom 3 back in oh, yeah. 2005. Right. They did that. that was and it was song. really good. It was like, you know, the fact that they got that running the way they did on the original Xbox was super impressive. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the game, yeah, Call of Duty Roman Wars. This is a scoop, by the way. We've got to credit Games Radar dug this up, so good job mm-hmm. for you guys. Uh, the game was centered around Caesar's 10th Legion, and it would have featured first- and third-person gameplay where players would take on various roles, including officers, archers, and grunts. Additionally, Roman Wars would have been similar in tone to films like 300 and Gladiator and taking place across a wide variety of locales, including the sea, the plains, and the forest would have had some catapults in there some rideable elephants in there, hmm. and there's some test prototype uh, footage. <clears throat> the game sounds has. cool, but I just don't know what makes it a Call of Duty game, right? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other like than it's you insane. call it Call of Duty. Yeah. I yeah mean, it's a call <clears throat> to duty. So, uh, yeah, yeah, probably footage. why it didn't get made. They <clears throat> yeah. probably realized, wait a second. <laughs> also, as soon as they saw Rise, they had to be like, well, we, well this would be weird. We'd be literally going up against Wouldn't be the first Roman time. Title. The old uh, uh, volcano... Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak, yeah. Yeah. Battle. Armageddon, Deep Impact. There you go. Marty knows what I'm talking about. Batman v Superman. Bugs. Bugs Life. Yes. That's what That also. Dance with a Z. Yes. Um, I'm glad they didn't do it. uh, Then. Deep Impact, Armageddon. Did we say that one? Yeah. Marty got you. First one. one. Scoops. I'm glad they didn't do it then. Maybe today. I mean, to me, this would have been interesting because if Roman Wars somehow took off and was a huge hit... Would have opened up other eras. Is it like, yeah, is this becoming like an Assassin's Creed thing where like Hulk right. can hop through history yeah. like wherever mm-hmm. it wants? Um, it just seems, I, I totally agree. With you. I don't understand why Call of Duty was in its name other than it. To sell 10 sell million, million units. Million, I guess that's all I mean, oh, <laughs> I figured it out. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> that's kind of the thing is like if you take a look at what Call of Duty has evolved into, like what it's become in the modern era, like it's about fast gameplay, Twitch shooting, and a bunch of customization. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What it would there have been? Like different types of bows, different types of Cod swords. Like, yeah. most, of the, most of the combat that happened in the Roman era was melee. Would you not like ranged, leather on your balls? Right? Mm-hmm. Or like, how could it be a first person shooter? A lot of cool helmets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it says here it was inspired by. I mean, obviously, Rise stuff like three hundred and. <laughs> I want to play Rise. I'm going to go play Rise. Go ahead. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, see, it's guys. Right so here. Was this? It was in development in 2013, or it was the idea was that it was going to come out. I believe it was going to scheduled to come out. So, so that, that's the thing. This would have been the launch. Yeah, this would, Rise, would have replaced yeah. Ghost. And that, here, that's the thing. In hindsight, I would have rather seen how this turned out, <clears throat> for good or bad, yeah. than. Ghosts. I mean, insane if it would have come out fall of 2013. Yeah, it would legitimately have come out within uh, weeks Right alongside Rise. Rise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, now, obviously, Rise would have destroyed it graphically, but this, but this Call of Duty would have been aiming for a much larger scale, so it would have been, you know, they would have yeah. been uh, <clears throat> two different sides of the same coin. I, you know, uh, it's funny, Sean, you too, you just mentioned, just reminded me of something. You mentioned how Call of Duty is about speed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said this on the E3 wrap-up show a couple weeks ago, but I did the behind-closed-doors theater demo just of, uh, what's the new one? In- Infinite Warfare. Infinite. Yep. I was going to say Future mm-hmm. Warfare. That's not what it is. Close. <laughs> that one <laughs> looked really neat well to me, and then yeah. I saw Call of Duty, and I, don't, I felt different about it. It was strange. But that's the thing. I was you saw Infinite say, Warfare? You saw Infinite Warfare. Yeah. I saw Infinite Warfare immediately followed by a gameplay demo of the of Call of Duty 4 Remastered. Uh-huh. And I think, with, I'm not sure any of us have really noticed, or maybe maybe it's just me, Call of Duty has gotten 
a lot faster yep. in mm-hmm. the last nine. Like, a lot all, faster. All shooters have. Like, really. Call of Duty yeah. 4 looks slow. Yeah, I mean, especially to- since, uh, like, Advanced Warfare and Black Ops 3 and then now with this. Like, it's it's taking a page from stuff like Titanfall, Titanfall where, like, with yeah. wall running and with jetpacks mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it is incredibly fast, which <clears> I don't <throat> imagine this. A Roman been. Warfare game I mean, could have possibly it's also, been. like, a third-person game. Like, I don't know. Why is Caesar wall running? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although if they did like if they were trying to take like a 300 stylish approach like uh, yeah. I don't know. I just think there's way more interesting ways to do combat than that era than yeah. what we know Call of Duty to be, right? Like I always think about this, but like do you guys remember that movie Troy with Brad Pitt? Yeah. I like, try not to. Hey, the director's cut. Hey, I actually think it's pretty good. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know. Uh, no, Tro- like the the battle where Achilles fights Eric Bana's character, yeah. what's his name? Hector. The choreography in that, like with the spears and the swords and the the shields, like yeah. that's so cool. And I want to see that. And I think I guess we're kind of getting it with like For mm-hmm. Honor soon. A bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You ever see Rome? I mean, the yeah. the battle. Oh my god, that, that show that's so is good. Fantastic. But just like that's what I imagine that era of combat to be like. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know. I feel you can't. I don't know if you. I mean, I can't. I w- I'd be hesitant to say you can't do it with Call of Duty, but it just yeah. seems I mean, very. They were organized. I mean, it's like you'd be on the front lines for ten minutes, and then you cycle in, you cycle back, and yeah, but you you're rest, behind and the lines water doing up. what? Shooting arrows into the air, like at. I mean, well, that's, that's a whole different class, like of soldier. It had Call of Duty in the name, but this wasn't a Call of Duty game. This is also Vicarious Visions, who aren't one of the three Call of Duty developers currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and never have been. I just would have liked to have seen. I would have loved to have seen what a Call of Duty game without guns in it would have looked like. Yeah, yeah. Not a single gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would have you know probably would have had some crossbows or some sort of projectiles besides catapults. There are so many but, historical time periods to pull from. Also, like, yeah, yeah. They went Roman for this prototype, but there's others that they could choose from that would be awesome. To but see. I mean, like, isn't Call of Duty at its core guns like? I mean, yes, that's your your main verb in Call of Duty. That's is like shooting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like saying I want to play a Halo game, but no space, no space marines. Mm-hmm. I want it to take place in uh, 1950s Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that might be why they decided not to. I it. want a like, Warcraft game without any of the magic. Even with Battlefield, we're going back to World War One. You know, we're yeah, going back. Guns in that. There is Battlefield there is. is about yeah. guns and uh, like size, yeah. scope, yeah. and vehicles. Yeah. 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 That's all still there. You mm-hmm. know. Like, I just don't know if you can bring Call of Duty that far back. Like, what can, could it can a franchise do that? Can a franchise go too far outside of its scope? Like, it's Call happened. of Duty is all guns. Would this be damaging to the Call of Duty brand if well, they tried this? Activision clearly thought so because yeah. they decided not to make well, it. Well, we don't know that's why. I'm asking what right, your right. opinion is. Uh, yeah. I know. I, I suspect that's exactly why. Yeah. I mean, that would be my guess is they went, uh, this is a little too risky. If this, too weird. Yeah, if this bombs, it's going to put a huge damper on the brand. Now, granted, yeah. Ghost didn't do well. It was pan, mostly panned. We gave uh, it a nine. Yeah, we? I, would, I we did. disagree we did. with whatever our score was. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what it is. So it's too high. If it was a five, it was too high. But um, oh, Ryan didn't like ghosts. Nope, sure Ryan's, didn't. I, I, uh, I didn't hate it as much as everybody else. I didn't play ghosts. I, looking back, I can see why it wasn't a fantastic Yeah, game. I didn't. Everybody's like, oh, it's awful. Most, that was probably the most boring campaign in the last 10 years. Well, you notice, too, it is kind of the the black sheep of the Call of Duty family. They're, it's the only one where there hasn't been a sequel made yeah. to it. They're like, ah, no, so, we're, we're, like, yeah. we're moving we're, on. World Good at point. War is the worst Call of Duty game. Just because it was broken at launch. Was it? Yeah, like you couldn't broken. play multiplayer. You could fall through the world and oh, just kill bad. people. I remember like, World War t- the, the multiplayer aspect was destroyed. Well, 
No, but that yeah. was but World of War was part of that the was Black sort of before story, they right? before they started. That's the Vietnam one, right? World of War. Yeah. What? World at War had vehicles. Yes. No, except yeah. Vietnam. Oh, yeah, and it took place during Nam. It took place, I believe, over uh, there was a couple. I didn't play. It's that hard one. for me to keep track no, of Black, which Call of Duty. Black Ops One had Vietnam stuff. Yeah, in it. Black Ops One was fine. Go right. It was Black yeah, Ops Black One was is the really good. Second, arguably the second, in my opinion, the second best campaign. Yeah, behind, oh, after modern, behind modern after, Warfare. Yeah, or Modern Warfare Two. Anyway, yeah. Call of Duty Two is high up on that list as well. Just saying, I recognize why Ghost isn't great now. Playing it back in the day when it's straddling that line like it's a new game on a new set of hardware, I was I was pretty excited to play yeah. it. Yeah. What if, what if Call of Duty goes back to Game of Thrones times? Oh. That, what do they have like? Let's well, close to what this <laughs> Call of Thrones of Duty. Kit Harrington's in this ultimate one. cross. We did it. Just paving the way. That's how we make videos. Paving the way. All right, let's move on. I don't to... know. Uh, interested? Just make another rise and make it better. Well, sadly, that doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah. It's a whole Crytek womp womp. Microsoft mess with uh, the rights to Give it. Give it to Rare. <laughs> That's the solution to everything <laughs> yep. on this show. Give it to Rare. The news this week that made everybody very, very happy, mm-hmm. including, I suspect, people in this very room. Mm-hmm. And Amazon. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> after many rumors, after many uh, fan votes making it the most requested Game for backwards compatibility, and even a leak. Yeah, a leak. And after it literally being backwards compatible. Yeah, yeah. after it was yeah. BC for five minutes. It's not ready yet. It's not ready. Don't look over here. As of Friday, its official Red Dead Redemption will be playable uh, on the Xbox One. Yeah. Which is really Friday. cool. Uh, Sales are up on Amazon.com 14,000%. <laughs> from So from 1 to 14,000? Because, you know, nobody's... Who was yeah. buying it? Who was yeah. buying a 2010 game in, uh, you know, 2016? Well, if yeah. it's a Rockstar game, a someone is. That's, that's true. I, I'm sure there were some sales because of the rumors, but, like, knowing that it's going to be live Friday, it's, like, skyrocketed. And I believe it's $8 right now on the Xbox cheap. game sale. It's real cheap. Don't quote it, me on that. It is, but, like, the physical copies people are buying, it's, like, 25 bucks. Oh, so buy so it, buy I, it digitally. Buy then? it digitally. Yeah, I, I was like, why are these sales so big? You can just get it digitally for eight. I think Strange. I might be alone in my opinion, but I think uh, Red Dead is the best Rockstar game ever. Oh, you mm, might be alone. I don't think no. You're alone I think in that right. Don't a lot of people think that? A lot it's of people would very, agree very with you. highly it is regarded. Fantastic. Yeah. Marty. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people would put one of the GTAs above it. I mean, uh, I personally would, but I have on the utmost respect. I mean, I, I think five <coughs> is GTA Five is one of the I'll best games you, of our time. That's like a fifty-fifty right there. I mean, for me, it's Uniracers, Red Dead, Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Grand Silicon Theft Auto Valley. Two guy. You know, F the 3D thing, yeah. top down, <laughs> you know, top one? down. Or was I that believe. just GTA? You're being hipster. Uh, the, I, either one or two was. I like Grand Theft Auto when it was 2D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should make a... That's a shirt we should make. I, uh, and not get sued by also, Rockstar at oh, all. It's weird. So this is... And then... I oh know. It's coming to PS4. The Warriors. Warriors. Come out to play. Which is also... Kevin just Grant. released. No. The Warriors. The mm-hmm. game. For, the Warriors. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's that Golden State. So, Marty, you, you think Red Dead's the best? What are, like, uh, some of your other... Yeah, why do you, like, why do you where think do you rank the best, bully? Oh, I'm just where also a bully's, bully's up there. I'm also yeah. just, like, a, like what, Westerns are probably my favorite yeah, genre of movies. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just nailed that so well. well Nobody was doing this when this yeah, game came out. Yeah, I love the turn in, yeah. near the end of the game. It's really... Yeah. I mean, it's really the... Arguably the only great video game Western. 
There have been some attempts. I mean, the original Red Dead Revolver. Yeah. Uh, I like Gun. Gun. Call of Juarez yeah. was just sort of cheesy, fun on purpose. Oh, there was that one. There was one Call of Juarez that was uh, actually good. It was the one where you were telling the story in the bar. It turned out one of the guys who were oh, telling the story to was Dwight Eisenhower. That's, uh... What? Yeah. He's impressive. I think it was Gunslinger. Wasn't right? that the most recent? No. Yeah. The most recent yeah, one, yeah, right? Yeah, it came out like five years ago. Yeah. Four years ago. Uh-huh. The one that I'd made the worst of IGN video of all time for. Mitch? Yeah. Yeah, go Look check it out. It. <laughs> they, did, they did like a half hour Let's Play in character. Well, I oh was. my god, Mitch, oh my Mitch god. played it straight. Mitch was the straight man. We've we've had a couple of wait. Is this are you being sarcastic or no. is this like really a no? Bad this, this is oh I mean oh it's, it's, it's probably the best funny thing for I've done. us. Oh, okay, <laughs> it was one of those uh, how did you do like two for them, one for you? Okay, yeah, because yeah. I do remember there was that one like. Video where Anthony Gallegos and James Faulkner just yep, said that uh, space, that's that space. space, yeah, over and over again. And I know that we all thought, Where like, does? internally or at least they thought it was really funny. <laughs> then we put it out and everyone hated it, yeah. And we heard about it for weeks. After it happens, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. what can you do? Um, I'm super excited to play this backwards compatible, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's uh, a lot of people tweeting me, Oh, does this mean they're going to announce the sequel on Friday as well? Maybe you never know. I don't probably not, but uh, not it is this Friday soon, but not this Friday. That's Gamescom. <clears throat> Where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And they've been uh, really quickly about backwards compatibility. Do we have any like has Microsoft announced or like given us any information and indication as to like how many people actually make use of the backwards compatibility function? Because there seems to be like just purely speculatively on my part mm-hmm. by looking at on the inter- uh, looking on the internet on mm-hmm. reddit and stuff that it is a feature that everyone loves and wanted mm-hmm. but no one really seems to use it yeah i don't know our I don't know. Like, traffic on our backwards compatibility wiki is huge it so. is okay. i'm playing I, I think, like, i'm playing mass effect 1 right now so i mean i see you playing 25% night, of yeah. people in this room are using it <laughs> yeah you're oh you're playing it on pc which is what we told you to yeah. do mm-hmm Womp womp. I actually don't like it times. on PC. Like I mean, personally, I have it's not. It's keyboard and mouse, and the controls are a little weird. No, you can, on we PC. got a. You can use a controller. We got a controller right? to work on Mass Effect One on PC. Yeah, damn guys work. I don't know how you did that. Cause <laughs> <you> gotta, <laughs> it totally changes the UI. I, I, I created a character. Yeah. I created a character with the. Wow. Uh, I mean, personally, I haven't used backwards compatibility yet. I've used it on. Uh, the digital games mostly, like XBLA games. I, yeah, I played I played Peggle for five minutes the other night because it, it was just it was just there in my library. So I'm like, oh okay, yeah, I like it every <laughs> once in a while. I open up my library, I'm like, oh look, that game. Yeah. Audience, I'd be interested to hear what you think. Like, have you used backwards compatibility? Let me know and for which game because yeah. it just seems it seems like yeah, everyone loves this idea of being able to play their old games on their new console, and I do, but I haven't done it. I, I used it like a lot. Of, I play Soul Calibur every once in a while. I'll really? just pop that on because I love Soul Calibur there one. You go. Um, but I'm, I'm a soul stuck in the past. Original. <laughs> it's uh, Soul Edge. Oh, Soul Blade. I think soul maybe that's the one sure. I play. One well, I don't know. It's one that was released on 360. It's not Soul Calibur 2. It's the. It might have been Soul Blade. No. Anyway, Soul Blade was the PS1 thing. Yeah. And then in, they yeah. never made a sequel to that. Getting into the, the weeds. Was yeah. Soul Sorry. Calibur. Talking about backwards compatibility. Uh, yeah. The, the one other last thing I wanted to point out on this Red Dead thing. This is so anticipated. People are so. Ex- I mean, it's it's a testament to how highly regarded this game is marty that uh when this was announced on the other day mm-hmm. it actually trended united states wide on twitter wow. it was like i mean it was like down near the it was like the number 10 but it was it, it's it trending. was trending yeah it's still trending. it was on the list and people were talking about it <clears throat> what if they did announce it this friday like every like it's up 
14,000% on Amazon. Everybody's going to be playing this thing. Everybody's talking about it right now. And what if they're like, oh, hey, you can play it. And by the way, we got something extra special for you, trailer. I mean, that would be time to strike. That would be huge. And they could probably pick up a lot of pre-orders for the sequel that way. Oh, yeah. But... Historically, does Rockstar do their own thing when it comes to reveals, or do yep, they, they do whatever they the want? Show, yeah. They yeah. do whatever they want. So it's like it's just as likely that they'd release a trailer uh, this Friday as opposed to a Gamescom or a TGS or anything like yeah, that. They Rockstar, likely. if Rockstar yeah. called Sony and was like, "Hey, we want to reveal <clears throat> this thing on your stage," it's like, who do we need to get out of the way to be the <laughs> yeah. company who do we that bump? reveals that? Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were those rumors that. It was going to be a part of Sony's conference, and then it got pulled. But then Rockstar was like, "No, that's not true." Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know who knows, but yeah. mm-hmm. um, whenever I mean, it, that's going to be an an impact meteor. Whenever that announcement, yeah, ends. yeah. I mean, it won't be as a surprise because everyone no. just sort of knows it exists. Yeah. It won't be a surprise, but everybody will be so excited to see like how they've changed the game, what it's called. There's going to be so much conversation around that product. Red Whatever Dead it is. Revolution. If it even exists. It like, exists. we're all just Red guessing Dead. based on a map leak and <laughs> not, rumor. No. <laughs> Red yeah, Dead. I mean, it's not confirmed, but it's, it's in development. <laughs> Red Dead Revenge. Revolution. Red Dead Revengeance. We already, he already said Revolution. Oh, okay. Revolve. I think we did that joke yeah. already. Where's Javier Escuela? <laughs> Where's Javier Escuela? Oh, my goodness. Red Dead Revengeance? You can tell how rusty he we are. Just stop just making the same jokes I, I make. Just don't, I just don't hear Marty half yeah. the time. <laughs> Okay. Red Dead Revisited. <laughs> How many more R's can we come Just up with? Just stop. Redident Evil. <laughs> Red Dead Ratitude. I hate you guys so much. Red Dead Returns. <laughs> Red Dead Rises. Red Dead Rising. <laughs> Red Dead Rising. <laughs> He just that said that one Oh, that, actually, that exists already. It's called. Did un- you? It's called Undead. <laughs> I think he's just repeating everything you're saying. It's not that he's ignoring you. He's just... I was listening to Ryan. He said something. I didn't hear it. And then, and then I you said the same, said the thing, same yeah. thing. What yeah, are we gonna do with it? <laughs> I'm so glad I'm throwing you guys out for the inside spoiler. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not. I wanted to talk about that game. Well, well, t- we can talk. It's cool. It's not like I played it to talk about it or anything. Oh, stop! Being it. salty. Wah. It's, you played it to stream. Profiteer. I That's did, and true. everybody in there watched it, uh, had played it, who watched it. Sure. Had it. They did. They were telling me, like, what to do. They helped me. It was great. Okay, then. Are Red we all Dead gonna, Redemption. Are we going to move on to the next story? <laughs> we are or moving on. Yep. I can plug my Twitch stream <laughs> if we're just going to linger on that topic. All right. uh, the Xbox avatars are getting a visual upgrade. This has... I really love this story because... There is a, uh, an IGN fan and an Xbox community member named Von Shell Morgan, who is a, uh, a wheelchair-bound gamer. And he tweeted Phil Spencer. He, w- he was saying, hey, I'd love, love to see uh, a wheelchair option for your avatar to represent disabled gamers. Seamus Blackley picked it up, uh, of course, the creator of the original Xbox, and got it to Phil's attention. And then they were talking about, oh, maybe we should start a petition. And then Phil chimes in and says, no need. We're already on it. Oh, cool. It's happening. And then Mikey Barra, our friend from the Xbox platform team, actually posted, oh, here you go, actually. It's, here's a picture of it. That's awesome. And posted two screens of avatars uh, with, the, in, in the, <clears throat> with the avatar wheelchair. And what's interesting, what's great is not only this additional representation, but... Uh, 
I don't even think they mentioned the fact that avatars are apparently getting a big visual update. They look totally different. They cool. are interesting. Not like totally different, <laughs> but they look very more refreshed. Yeah. No more bam, there it is with a feet. Well, <laughs> there will always be connect. Yes, yeah. and that's we we will always have that rumor uh, that rather they, that memory might, to treasure. They might function a little better. Let's hope so. Mm-hmm. This is a cool story. The cool part of this is, yeah, like you said, more inclusiveness, more like yeah. sort of you know options for gamers to really reflect who they are and their gamer personality online. Yeah. But also that Microsoft is listening and working on things to always yes. improve the mm-hmm. platform. That's really cool. I don't know that avatars are all that important to me, mm-hmm. but yeah. clearly they are to some people, so yeah. that's cool. I think it's cool that they represent a whole like audience that wasn't being represented well. I, I'm really happy about this. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, great to see. This was just a nice, just a, a nice moment this Every week. Once a while, video games can be nice. It's true. It doesn't all have to be platform wars and hate speech. It can Most be good. Only ninety percent. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, only 90s kids will remember platform wars and hate speech. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't feel like the 90s, I don't feel like 90s kids, that's when it literally was a console war. Like, Sega and Nintendo were really at each they other's They were throats. firing ballistic and missiles the, at each other's doorsteps. And none of the gamers steps. ever felt like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> to the gamers, it wasn't a war. Sega do what Nintendo It wasn't yeah. a war because the Super Nintendo was objectively better than the Sega Genesis. <laughs> Not for sports games. EA Sports games were legit better on the Genesis. Mortal Kombat, legit better on the Genesis. All right. Yeah. Blood versus... This is a war, Marty. All right. But Mario World. But Metroid. RPGs, mm. better on the Super NES. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was an odd, almost Fantasy genre Star thing. Genesis. Yeah, what? Fantasy Star sucks compared to yes. like, anything Square touched. That's true. Mm-hmm. He has you there. Yep. There's... Well, I mean, the Fantasy Star fans would argue for that game. I'm just saying there were other great games You're on wrong, the Genesis. You're Star fans. Just yeah. because <laughs> Nintendo was better doesn't mean Sega wasn't great. Mm-hmm. That's all. You, have you gone back and played Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, I like Sonic. Two People is great. hate Sonic. I like One Sonic. One and two. Very good. That game has don't. trash level design. Sonic and Knuckles is really good, too. Do it. Being able to climb. The little fists. <laughs> Vector, man. Anybody go back and play <laughs> that, Jim? That game sucks, too. All those games suck. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Last (laughs) thing of the week, I promise. And that is in regards to a thing we teased last week. Literally at the end of the episode, I turn on my phone and it's like, Bioshock Collector's Edition announced. Yeah, uh, we had the embargo for this, and then it leaked out anyway, but whatever. We took the high road and chose not to disclose it. Not that it's a surprise to anyone. This has leaked like seven times in the last... This is worse than Red Dead backwards compatibility. Pretty much. (laughs) So the Bioshock collection is a real thing. It is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. It is all three Bioshock campaigns. No Bioshock 2 multiplayer. And it's all the DLC. So Mm. Minerva's Den and uh, Burial at Sea and just everything. All the DLC is there. It's got all the P's, all the FPS. 1080p, 60 frames. And it's going to be sixty bucks, and it's out in September. So, I we know that I don't like remasters. Mm-hmm. This by all three of these, I'm pretty sure all three of these are already backwards compatible. I need to double check. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't played them, total yeah. no brainer. Get this. absolutely grab. And especially it. if you haven't played uh, Bioshock Two and Infinite's DLC. They're both. Really That's good. true. Uh, yeah, Minerva's uh, Den. Yeah, Minerva's Den, and then. Uh, 
Burial at Sea. Burial at Sea. One and two. Especially yeah. two. In my especially two. One, yeah. I actually didn't like the first part. Yeah, a, was a lot of setup. It was, it was yeah. kind of boring. Yeah, but, the, but part two, it's a stealth game. Yeah. It's very... You play it as it's secretly yeah. a stealth game. Yeah. And it's really, really good. Yeah. Those are some of the coolest stories. But they, it doesn't really look like they've done any touch-up work to the, the graphics. They just up it. So pretty much just looks like a PC, PC game. Yeah. yeah. PC version, which, again, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, don't come in expecting those games were already beautiful when they came out. So art direction wise, yeah. sure, yeah. but they're still you know Bioshock One's two thousand seven, so it was Unreal Engine I think two point five or three at mm. that point. Yeah, it was especially noticeable when in Infinite you went back to Rapture and you're like, oh, this looks so much better than what it used to look like. Yeah, that's that's Boyzelman. Yeah. If you have okay, well, but All I'm right. just saying Let's... if they should get it if they haven't played it, and now I think there's statute of limitations <laughs> there. I think I'm fine. When did Infinite direct come out? your complaints to Marty three years ago? It was uh, it was the three years ago. Of... Yeah, no, it was uh, yeah, tw- early 2013. Hey, Mass Effect One, Saren's the bad guy. <laughs> Sorry to spoil it. I, really I mean, I'm kind of on Marty's side here. Like Snape kills Dumbledore. You should have played that game already by now. If you're listening to this podcast, Bruce you probably Will- played. Bruce it. Willis was dead the whole time. I get, where, I, <laughs> I get where Ryan's coming from, but I mean, don't do all Terminator it, Two, the Terminator from Terminator it. One is the good guy. The girl in the crying game is, has a penis. If you watch the tape, you die seven days later in the ring. <laughs> That's just the plot of the movie. <laughs> Rosebud is a sled. <laughs> Boom! During the movie, you actually watch the tape. Oh, man, we just lost so many listeners. Well, it was I, great. I, I apologize if I spoiled it for you. We just lit the podcast on fire and <laughs> walked out the door. Yeah. It was great. Like that scene in Game of Thrones went, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You're crossing oh, a line. Uh, so, yeah, look for – the one other thing I just want to say about – I mean, nobody wants to hear me complain about remasters anymore. But I will say I, I am genuinely puzzled that this is coming out in September. It's a collection of three old like this is a perfect July or August release when you when there's very little else out either I mean if you haven't played one or more of these games you're likely to grab it but even if you have if there's nothing else out like in July or mm-hmm. August you mm-hmm. might be you might grab it where in September you might be like uh I'm going to grab Rise Fantasy of Iron 15. for Destiny yeah. or Final Fantasy 15. When's, when's XCOM 2 or coming Forza to consoles? Or Forza Horizon 3 or Recore. What? XCOM 2 to consoles? Is that in September? Uh, I don't remember when they said. Because like, yeah. they could be competing with their own releases at that point. But I don't know when that XCOM 2 is coming to consoles. Yeah, that's so. a good question. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a thing 2K likes to do anyway. I mean, uh, October is always NBA, 2K, and WWE. They're yeah. always the same yeah. month. But mm-hmm. And this year it's uh, <coughs> Mafia as well. That's right. Mm. The 2K has three games out in October this year. Wow. Yeah. And I do want to caveat like this discussion with, like, we do, we do tend to not hate on remasters, but criticize remasters a lot. We don't seem to be criticizing this one. I think, by and large, they're fine if they're, for, if they're giving gamers... A good value for what it's yeah, is, is absolutely. in the package, right? And this is a pretty good value, right? Like, one, personally, I love Bioshock, and I never played Bioshock 2, so this is a good deal for me, because yeah. you're essentially paying 20 bucks for three games plus all their content, which would, if you added all that stuff up when it came out, it would have been way more than but 60 that's, bucks. That's not a that's not how math works in the in, how in is video it game space. Because that's not what they're worth anymore. No, totally. But that's what I mean, is like, if you had played it at, like... Yeah, sure. 
games depreciate over time or you can get them used later on. Sure. Yeah. But, like, the value still stands. At one point, people did pay that amount for it. Yes. So you're getting a better deal now with, in, with this package. And if you never played it, then it's even at more added value to you, right? Wasn't the Uncharted collection, like, 40 bucks, Marty? Uh, Guy from PlayStation Podcast? Yeah. Pretty sure? It that was. was. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was budget price. And I'm not saying it's a apple, total apples to apples comparison, but... And, and I mean, you know, sort of, yeah. 60 is not the worst three thing games. in the world, yeah. but I don't know. You know, there, there's nothing really new here. It's just doing you the favor of bundling it all together instead of you having to go out and buy them all individually yourself for totally. probably less than $60 if you wanted to do the work yourself. Does this only come into consoles or was PC it's also one of the platforms? There is a PC version. That one's well. weird to me because it's just like, why don't you just buy it on PC now? Well, the, the, PC, the PC versions. Of infinite is actually, I think it's totally untouched. Didn't the press release say that? Yes, Remember that? Where it's like, yeah. uh, we didn't do anything to the PC version yeah. because it's still great. It's a modern spec. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I love Bioshock so much that I'm yeah. okay with this remaster. And the only other remaster that I think I would be okay with, and I've said it before, is Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody wants. If they announce a remaster after I play the stupid game, I'm gonna be very angry. I'm not actually gonna be angry. Well. If Peter Moore's comments are any indication, we'll you will not have that. to worry yeah. about that. Okay. Uh, enough of this. Enough of this bickering. You guys are the best. <laughs> uh, marketplace report. I'm going to go to the shark, Sean Finnegan. What What else can we spend? What can we spend our money on now as opposed to waiting for that Bioshock collection in September? Over on retail, you have Carmageddon Max Damage for $40. You're a again, guy. You I'm to... going to be reviewing this. I actually just got my review code this morning. Interesting. It's out, but they didn't, and they didn't send code ahead of time. Is not, this a not game a great sign? Where but... you have to navigate LA while the 405 is closed. The true Carmageddon. <laughs> I, that always bothered me because that they called that day <laughs> like, Carmageddon. <laughs> Carmageddon, like the video game Carmageddon, existed long before the dumb traffic thing in LA. That, by the way, proved to be nothing. Remember yeah. that? Well, because people blew it so <laughs> out of proportion. I lived in LA when this happened, yeah. and everyone was so worried that the city would just be locked down because this major freeway that gets you from the north side of LA to the south side, mm. and is the only freeway to get that way, uh, was getting closed down for a few days. And it was so blown out of proportion. News stories, billboards, yeah. like TV segments about how it was going to be the worst day for everyone. <laughs> everyone just stayed inside, and it was totally fine. It was fine. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah so, Car- <clears throat> this is a this is the the long ago promised. So, I backed this on Kickstarter like oh, this four, is a Kickstarter four years yeah. ago. Wow, that was a long time ago. And the PC version came out, and I toyed with it for a little bit, but. Um, didn't end up spending too much time with it. And it was the performance on the PC version was a little rough. I know they've done a lot of work to it, but they had said way back they'd gotten some extra investor money to make a PC uh, to make console versions. And so here they are. It's taken a while, but they've finally hit reached the reached the goal on this. And it's obviously best with a game. This a game like this is it's an arcade racing game. It's best with a gamepad. So I'm looking forward to playing it. I loved the original two games, particularly Carmageddon Two. Um, when can we expect your review? Either end of this week or beginning of next, depending on cool. how things go. But it's a it's a totally tongue in cheek, over the top arcade racing game set in sort of a dystopian future where you get points for hitting pedestrians and cows and any like death race. <laughs> yeah, death. Basically, it's death race, but in a video game. Cool. So on paper, it should be fun. We'll see how the this uh, new version turns out. Over on digital, we have Prison Architect, which is $30 at the free trial. Sounds intriguing. 
Yeah. Trial's yeah. a trial. I, that's a, I've played it. Um, you build a prison, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it has some interesting social commentary, stuff hmm. like that. And it's a free trial, so try it out. Dynamite Fishing World Games is $5. It's exactly as dumb as it sounds. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It is? Yeah. Really? Are you being sarcastic? Well, okay, maybe it's a different game than I'm thinking of, <laughs> but the one I played was great. You're thinking of Ridiculous Fishing. Oh, is, I am. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I looked at this that on... That game's great. Yeah. Ridiculous yeah. Fishing's awesome. I looked at this yeah. on Major Nelson's site, and it literally looks like an iOS game that mm-hmm. they've just done file save as and it's and charging five dollars instead of 99 cents there you go i do like a reoccurring file save <laughs> yeah. anyone who's it's ever made a video game, game is just like slamming their head against their i know i hate them I hate these guys so much yeah. uh the incredible adventures of van helsing 2 is 15 dollars. i feel like that word incredible is being tossed around <laughs> did we and all did see an adventure yeah. did we all see the huge jackman <laughs> cape beckinsale i never saw it van helsing? don't spoil it Spoiler, it's, it's real sucks. bad. <laughs> yeah. And I love Kate Beckinsale. Should we just call The Van Helsing? T- <laughs> yeah. The, the Van Helsing. Yep, this sure Van is a different Van Helsing. The <laughs> adventures that exist of Van yeah. Helsing 2. The, me- like, the mediocre adventures of Van Helsing. <laughs> the adventures that happened in, for Van Helsing, <laughs> part adventureless two. adventureless adventure. Mild, mileage may vary. <laughs> yeah. So uh, should I switch my car insurance? That's <clears throat> episode two. <laughs> Ethan, Meteor Hunter, $9. Quote, when Super Meat Boy meets Braid. Literally pasted straight from their own product description. It was so preposterous I had to that. What is that? No what sense. is that? So it's Super Meat Boy, but you rewind time, but you kind of do that in Super Meat Boy. Yeah, anyway, I mean, they're both, both kind of platformers. Braid is more of a puzzler platformer, but has this really unique time travel mechanic. And then Super Meat Boy is just pure platforming difficulty. Yeah. So what yeah, is that? How do, what is the game when that? I don't know. Is, is Ethan now Meteor Hunter any good, you guys? You played it? No, I haven't played it. Maybe, do you, what does it even like, look like? I, like, like I, can't even, well. I can't even pitch. I have to go so, read this press release now. Yeah, I have to know more about Ethan Meteor Hunter based on this weird description. Hey, it worked. So it worked. Yeah. Exactly no. right. Now you guys are going to go look into it. We're going to watch trailer. Let's do a Let's Play. You would, yeah. have, you would have just moved right past it. Uh, and then we have Hawken, which is free to play. I don't know. Has it been out for years? On PC. Yeah. Oh. Nick so, Scarpino has been wearing a Hawken shirt since I knew him. I... On the, I, thought a, I thought it was a band. <laughs> <laughs> on the Oculus Rift, I think it was DK1, I played uh, an Oculus-enabled version of Hawken. This is a mech game, It's a mech right? game. Yeah. First-person mech oh, game. And that cool. you know, the, the, the hardware's gotten so much better for Oculus. I think I know the story you're about to tell. I, it's on it? camera. It's on IGN. It? I think I shot it. I think that's you why. You probably did yeah. shoot it. And there was one point where I, like, I think I jumped off of a ledge or something oh. and my stomach literally just went oh <laughs> just just plummeted into my toes and i was just like oh man that VR is, is real that's <laughs> not that's not okay yeah okay so that's it oh wait we have the marketplace the regular marketplace mm-hmm. yeah we're still doing that july games with gold we have the banner saga too which is all july how is that i've heard very good things it's awesome Yes. Yeah, I'll a lot. Do I need to play Banner Saga 1? Genuine question, not trolling. No, you can join the suck. I mean, you're going to miss some of the characters, but that's fine. Okay. And Tubblestone, which is uh, July 16th through August 15th. I've never heard of that video game. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds like... So there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's free, though. Yep. Uh, and that's on Xbox One. Uh, Rainbow Six Vegas 2 is the first two weeks of July. Right that now. It's awesome. Ca- campaign didn't age well. Multiplayer is still great. 
That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. It was great to... at the time, but yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't surprise me that it's it probably hasn't aged that well. The tutorial section is really rough. And Tron Evolution, which is the second two weeks of July on Xbox 360. Awesome. All right, we will come right back, do some trivia, and then it will be time for the Inside Spoiler Cast. So be right back with trivia after this. Charvia. All right, trivia time. Nick from Old Bridge, New Jersey, my home state, asks which of one of the following four games released on the original Xbox and was not an Xbox exclusive? Hunter the Reckoning, Dino Crisis 3, Toe Jam and Earl 3, Mission to Earth, or Bruce Lee, Quest of the Dragon. How well do you guys remember your original Xbox? This not is a good well one. at all. I took a shot a in the dark. <laughs> this is not an easy question, I will say. Yeah. yeah Did I will- you know it? I don't know if I would have gotten this. I mean, the, you know, the answer staring me in the face. I, I don't think I definitely didn't know it like straight up for sure. I probably couldn't. I definitely could have narrowed it down. There's a couple here that I yeah, know. Like I know it wasn't. I know Dino Crisis Three and Toe Jam and Earl were exclusives. So oh, that's nice. How, so that's cool. where I know. Right. So Marty believes. That's wonderful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I went with uh, a Hunter the Reckoning because I thought I remember seeing that on PS2. I went with D, Bruce Lee, Quest of the Dragon, because just in my mind, Bruce Lee is the type of game that would be on multiple platforms. Destin? I picked Dino Crisis 3 because I remember that being on PlayStation for 1 One and, and two. 2, Yeah, and then it would seem weird that they would go platform exclusive to a totally different platform for the third part of the game, but then I remembered Hunter and the box art. I think you're right, Marty. Yeah, Capcom was doing weird stuff like that at that time too, with uh, Resident Evil being exclusive, or Resident Evil Four being exclusive to GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan, what's the answer? So, what what are you going with? Dino Crisis Three. Okay, so uh, well, That's we finally have we the last couple of times we've had everybody giving the same answer and everybody getting it right. Uh, Marty is correct. It's oh. Under the Reckoning, which came to the GameCube slightly later. I was wrong about the PS2 thing. <laughs> Marty fattening that lead up to 11 points ahead of Destin's 8 points. I'm not getting more points this year. That's just what's going to happen. <laughs> I've been getting, stuck at 8 since, like, February. Shut out. So, Marty, good job. And good job to Nick from Old Bridge, New Jersey. He got a copy of, I forget what he wanted, but we had a nice email exchange. Or I think we did. Might have been some other guy. <laughs> Nick, reach out if uh, you didn't already get a game from me. What can I say? And if you want to play, uh, you can win yourself. Wait, how many points do I have? Oh, man, I just closed the window. Hang on a second. Damn it, Ryan. Four. I, I got your back. I think I have like three. Three points. Three all points right. for the shark. It's all right. Sharks attack from behind. <laughs> the, or from underneath. Can't they know? They just catch you off guard. So, Let's put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> if a shark is coming head on at me, I have nothing to fear. Yeah. Like, supposedly oh, he'll just break right or left. It's fine. fine. Supposedly people are like, oh, dealing with sharks is easy. Just, you know, punch up the nose. I do try that. Trust me. Like, <laughs> it's not going to end it's well. It's not, yeah. Jaws that is been a much the worst movie idea. If you try to, like, punch underwater, you're not creating a lot of force. Like, It'll hurt him just enough to make him eat you. <laughs> it'll, it'll entice him. I wasn't going to eat you, eat you until now. Yeah. 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 Well, if he's swimming at you, maybe he's just swimming by. You punch him in the nose. He's like, all right, I'm a shark. You're I've dead. Done, I've kind of done a lot of research on this. Supposedly, <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to swim like down because their eyes are on the top of their heads. Yeah. So they can't see underneath them. That's how, but Blake, then, like, that's how Blake Lively survives in that movie. Really? Just, no, I haven't seen okay, it. Okay. I was going to be like, <laughs> I was going to see that. Spoiler alert. 
But uh, He's tearing the gloves off today. Yeah. Wow. But uh, no, I don't. What does that do for you? They can breathe underwater. You can't. What are you going to do? Stay there forever. All right. Good well, shark talk. Welcome yeah. to podcast. Join Unsharked. us next week. <laughs> Unsharked. Podcast this is more like podcast week. jump the shark. Can't be on yeah, Shark Week. Right <laughs> jump the shark. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, yeah. If you want to win uh, an Xbox game, or if you want to, I mean, feel free to say. If you've got extra codes for things, I could always use them to give away to other people. But uh, if you want to win, please send your Xbox related trivia question along with four multiple choice answers. Note the correct one in your email and send it to unlocked at IGN.com. All right. Uh, I'm going to let you two boys plug before you go, before All I right. throw you out and bring in, we're going to bring in Damon and Brandon for the Inside Spoiler Cast. Gentlemen, Destin? All right. Well, just hit me up on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Destin channel, youtube.com slash the Destin channel. Uh, I'm streaming there. I'm doing uh, features, doing my YouTube thing. Uh, and on IGN, we're piloting some stuff internally nice. uh, involving Marty for one of them. And another one involving a bunch of IGN staff working on that here. So expect more on that soon. Cool. But right now, we're really trying to get some new video formats out there that I'm excited to be helping make happen. Yeah, love the it. The thing we're working on, I think, is something that this audience will be interested in. Yeah. Ooh. Very cool. And if not, go to hell. <laughs> Ooh. Very direct. <laughs> That's why I like you, Marty. Very antagonistic. <laughs> Sean? Follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Shop by Finnegan, and check out these two making of features that I did for IGN First last month about Volition's new game, Agents of Mayhem. The first one's called How Agents of Mayhem Evolved Out of Saints Row, and they kind of talk about you know, what they did with Saints Row, what they learned from Saints Row, and how they applied that to their new IP, Agents of Mayhem. And then the second one's all about the art, which is super vibrant and cool and kind of comic booky. And we talked to a bunch of their art designers and, uh, and uh, their tech guys about how they made that happen and why it's really cool to look at. So those nice. are some cool behind-the-scenes features. They're live on IGN right now, so have that, a look. That game's not coming out this year, right? It's next no, year. No, it's next year, yeah. That reminds me, actually, I mentioned this on Twitter, but uh, due to unforeseen <sighs> circumstances, sadly there is no IGN first this month. Uh, Things happen. Mm-hmm. That's how development of various things works. Yeah. But uh, we've got something kick-ass lined up for August that I think everybody's going to love. Especially, I think the- that is the first time that we've never had one, right? It is. It's the it's yeah. the end of a slightly longer two than two-year yeah. streak. So yeah. in and of itself, it is an IGN first. <laughs> I like you. You you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, uh, you got to go. No, <laughs> yeah, August gotta and go. September yeah. are things that uh, people will be interested in. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, <laughs> be right back with the Inside spoiler cast. So if you haven't played Inside, please turn the show off now and come back. Note this time code and just come back. Uh, whenever you have played Inside, I obviously highly encourage you to play it, whether or not you enjoyed braid uh, rather limbo or braid 2 for that matter whatever mm-hmm. you didn't enjoy all limbo, great your video games <laughs> uh, i mean not no not going into spoilers or any discussion yeah. but we've all played it mm-hmm. we yeah. all like it a lot i yeah. imagine i re- 10 out of 10 I, mean, IGN. I, know you, com. I know you reviewed it and we <laughs> it's talked like about his that first idea. 10 for ign i think yeah. yeah i played through it last night i thought it was great really mm-hmm. great very special play that very. game I would think it would be up your alley in particular, just with this almost the, for lack of a better term, the cinematography of the oh, game. Oh, yeah, it's beautifully designed. Like, beautifully, yeah. I mean, games aren't shot in the way that movies are shot, but uh, how they use the camera, how they direct the audience's eye, and uh, the art style that they use to do that, and the use of color, which is something that was non existent in Limbo, it was a monochrom- monochromatic game, uh, is very, it's very unique. I haven't seen a game do it like this in a long time. I think it's really cool. 
Fantastic. Tell it, folks. All right, yeah. be right back with the Inside Spoiler Cast. All right, welcome to the Inside Spoiler Cast, a game we gave a 10 out of 10 to. Some idiot. A perfect video game. <laughs> yeah. Not a perfect video game. Yeah. A masterpiece, Marty. Nothing's perfect, but inside. <laughs> and close. Nothing Nothing's in perfect, life. and you'll all die alone eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, your first theory then. Uh, yeah. No, uh, for real. So, inside, of course, the follow up to Limbo, not a sequel. Going into the game, I thought, I wonder if it'll end with a car crash. Yeah. And then, like, sort of become a wink wink, you know, prequel to Limbo, but it did not. It is a whole other crazy game that's incredible. Ryan McCaffrey, Marty Sleva, Brandon Tyrell, Damon Hatfield. Yo, yo. Visiting from the Game Scoop set. I love Hello, it. Hello, Scoop. So uh, <laughs> scoop. let's just let's just start. I mean, yeah. I guess let's start with the vanilla ending. The regular ending that pretty much everybody's gonna see, and then we'll talk about the secret ending later. Uh, Damon, I want to go to you so first. I, I what what do you make of this video game? <laughs> I don't think you can call it a vanilla ending because I think the ending is amazing. I think yeah. the entire game is amazing. I, I totally agree with the score you gave it. Yeah. I like it at least as much as Limbo. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know which if I want. I like and Limbo's like your favorite XBLA game of all time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, man, I just like. You yeah. play this game and then you want to like you want to look at other developers and be like, what are you? What are you? All <laughs> you, yeah, what, are you yeah. what are you even doing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. It's. It's. I felt like two thirds through, I was like, "All right, I know what this game's about." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I yeah. get that it's about this sort of like Orwellian society, yeah. and I get that you're infiltrating this base, and and like I, I totally am like I, I can kind of understand what's happening. And then you die, and you get yes, the ability. That is where the game goes from. Just goes into holy shit, and mode. you become yeah. a fish. Yep. <laughs> and then you become testicles. <laughs> yep. And then those testicles break out of a lab and seem to die in the ocean. So I don't like. I don't know. I don't understand that portion of the ending yeah I'm, I'm right there with you like the entire way through i was like oh it's a commentary on classism mm-hmm. and it's you know that's a well in society like you said and then you get to this really weird point i don't think i've ever played a game where i was so sure that i knew exactly what that game was about until like the last 45 minutes yeah. i have yeah. no idea what that ending really entails i don't know well it's been a great spoiler cast <laughs> yeah. everybody yeah. Awesome. Uh, i don't know that we're even intended to know exactly what sure. it's about yeah. i think play dead comes up with a bunch of really cool, weird, interesting ideas, yeah. strings them together mm-hmm. in a very clever way, and then just sort of like hands it over to us yeah. for us to interpret like as you we will. part a narrative onto it. I mean, yeah. the same thing with Limbo. Like, there th- Can we spoil Limbo, too? Yeah. <laughs> it's Statute of Limitations is up on Perfect. that one. Uh, the same <laughs> thing with Limbo, where like people, there are like a couple thoughts about what the very end of that game is mm-hmm. and about whether it's like you and your sisters if this is finding solace or like what this treehouse means what this car crash was yeah. uh, your theory was actually that you thought this game was going to end with a car crash yeah. I did and that this was going to be the prequel to Limbo but it turns out that would have that would have been, been predictable would have been right safe. and clearly yeah. this was absolutely unpredictable that's why when I f- I was the first one in the office to finish the game I, I was reviewing it and then I literally I came to Marty the next day. It was right before E3. Yeah. And I said, Marty, you need to finish this immediately because I need someone to talk to. I don't to. know yeah. what is happening. Uh, this has to happen. So, um, yeah, I, our reviews editor, Dan Stapleton, I, I liked his take, actually. He's on vacation this week. But uh, he said, oh, it kind of – it seems like it's kind of like a dream mm-hmm. where it's – it can get – it sort of starts in a – normal-ish place and then sort of as a dream yeah. can go gets predict uh, 
pro- what's the word I'm progressively. looking for? Thank progressively. you. Progressively stranger. <laughs> I write reviews. <laughs> uh, it gets progressively stranger while still maintaining some sort of thread to that original yeah. start of the the dream. If it, if uh, we're going with that example, it's like yeah, I could. I could totally see that. It makes total sense because as you go into the game, there's like this whole semblance of normalcy throughout the whole thing. And then yeah. there's this there's always a weird element being added in, right? Yeah. Like that big machine that like boom. Yeah, the concussion. Boom, the concussion, yeah, the concussion yeah. machines, yeah. Um, Man, and it, that scene is so awesome. When you, also, when you die in that scene, yeah. your, your, yeah, your body just, just explodes, explodes like, like towards camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, that in its of itself made me think like we're – like. More so than, like, just dying and all that, like, where the girl drowns you and all that. That scene where, like, just the entire landscape of reality is being altered. Yeah. Like, it made me think that maybe we're not in the real world anymore, you know? Yeah, because up until that point, like, there are so many familiar things. Yeah. It's like, here is a forest. These are cars that look like cars. This is a farmhouse. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a factory. Like, everything sort of makes sense. And then you get to that point where there's a turn and you're like, all right, I don't understand yeah. what this is. Like, and where, and, where did we change tracks? And like when those mermaid women yeah. appear, I'm like, oh, this is like the first thing that could kill me that I don't understand. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, like, I was like, oh, is it like maybe a nod back to Limbo with the sister and all that or something? Because yeah. there's, a, there's a boy and then it's, there's the girl and you guys are both very gifted in that you're, you're these strange little caricatures, right? And they're the only people that are like that in the game. The rest of the rest of the people in the game are very human-like and very mm-hmm. normal. So it was, it was like I almost felt a connection to that little girl. That's almost why – Like, so first of all, I think that's the scariest little girl since yeah. The Ring. Yeah. yeah, seriously. But that's why I don't really see a connection between her and this other like organization that you're yeah. uh, sort of infiltrating. And that's what makes me think that the, even the developers themselves don't really have an exact explanation for everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're not – like they're never going to come out and, and no. say like, oh, this is what it's – this is what it is this yeah. is your sister samantha <laughs> so samantha no. the uh yes and when you're when you're when you become it and you're escaping that's i mean that's like the greatest moment i've had in a video game in a long time yeah. that's why in the review i said it's literally unpredictable there's yeah. no oh, yeah, way yeah, you yeah, could yeah. possibly what? see what's coming it also that part when you do finally become that thing and are invincible. It reminded me of I'm just gonna keep spoiling things of the end of Super Metroid when yeah. uh, when you get the whatever that rainbow beam is and you're just like for ten minutes it is a power fantasy. Like yeah. that's what becoming that thing mm-hmm. was because you are literally just you're 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 going backwards and just destroying. But at the same through. time. The, the the sighs and moans of yeah. the yeah. haunted clacking the, the, the people yeah. it's just like they're they're tortured they're yeah. they're oh, yeah. living a life of of pain and agony and hell and there's that part where you smash or you crush oh, a, a you, body and those, C, yeah. I think it's a CEO it's like supposed to be the foreman of the oh, really? of the factory because he's sitting there with the big floor to ceiling glass yeah, windows yeah. behind him and yeah. then if you go fast enough you just roll straight, straight over him yeah. and crush him but if you wait. He like gets up and then runs and hides behind a plant and cowers and you don't actually have to kill him. You just run straight by him. Oh, oh interesting. Because huh. yeah. some of the workers end up helping you. Yeah. Well, no, no. You. So, so maybe. No. Maybe. <laughs> Go ahead. That's I, know, so I, that's, I don't know if they're helping you. Like, oh, it turns out there were other people on the inside who uh, wanted – you know, that, that, who were like yeah. – God, well. <laughs> who like, you know, were, were fighting the cause like you were. Or if they were literally like, get this thing out of here. Yeah. Like in the same way you'd be like, just get out of my house. Like wanting to get a bee out of your house. Like I don't want to help the <laughs> bee. I just don't want it in my house anymore. Or yeah. I wondered if they're all like you're, – you're part of the experiment and they're all just sort of like – Interested in seeing where it goes. I, mean, yeah, I think I think that's kind of it. I think it's they're interested in seeing like what you're capable of and getting you back to a controllable state. Yeah. Um, 
this one scene in particular where you're standing there and uh, you have that box and you have to throw it up to the guy oh, as, as the monster as the yeah. monster yeah. and he lights it on fire and throws it back down yeah. to you it's one of the last puzzles yeah. sure and then when you're holding it right before you go into the next room which I think the last room of the game before you start the, the ending sequence uh, if you stop you see him go like this like go on go yeah. go on and immediately in the next room there's the exact same box so you're like conditioned to think yeah. I need that box and it's, it's suspended a by a chain over a trap so oh, to me yeah. to me I'm thinking he's like hey you need this box now go into the next room and get the box again and then and hopefully we can kill you yeah and that's that's when you fall in the tank and then everybody runs and starts looking down on yeah. you so I to me it was totally uh like totally constructed to get you back yeah. in that tank yeah but then you escape you yeah. make it outside sure. yeah uh so you've been set free You've you've rescued this like mass of bodies, yeah. and then you're resting peacefully in the sunlight yeah. on the shore. So if if I'm to take anything away from it, it would be something that, you know, freedom uh, is always going to be preferable to uh, uh, being imprisoned. Even yeah. if you, even if you're like ugly, even if you're like half yeah. not really yeah. even See, that's human. A, yeah. That's a really interesting take because I had a completely different approach mm-hmm. to that. Um, first of all, I I will I will note that I expected and almost wanted the boy to crawl out yeah. at the yeah. end and I be totally like, thought, you know, I'm cool, I'm, yeah, I'm fine. Like, hey, I'm no longer I'm part fine. of this flesh I don't think he's fine. I think yeah. he's in, he's but in, I yeah. almost looked at it from more of a meta sort of social commentary angle, like uh, humanity, we keep messing with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We keep, we're so obsessed with vanity. Sure. And, but it turns out we're just turning ourselves into monsters. In this case, Marty's a literal monster. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah, it's that beard, the beard graph. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that was really expensive. <laughs> this cardigan, but, uh, but then, but then, because when I finish the game, and you know, you stop on the beach, and at first I'm like, wait, is it dead? And like, no, nope, it's long still breathing. Period. It's still breathing. It's, yeah, it's a long yeah. pan out, and, uh, and it is still breathing. Yeah. yeah, and I thought, so my my question was, now what? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's the question for me. That's the question the game is asking me: is we as as People are just so obsessed with vanity and becoming things we're not that when we're in we're in the when we get to the outside world we have to ask ourselves well now what who what what is this who are we I mean yeah that's that is a total apt you know observation about it but there's also there's strange things from the get go of you're sort of this Pied Piper character uh, from when you're at the farmhouse and the little chickadees are following right, that's you a good point uh, yeah that's good to uh, you know when you finally get the ability to control to mind the, control, the, yeah. to mind control. Yeah. and it's sort of like I don't know if this kid's a good guy like he is we don't know what his intentions are like if he right. is knowingly because he's breaking into a place he's not escaping a place mm-hmm. yeah. like there's like he is actively which is a cool realization when it comes yes, yeah. when you're like oh when the no. game first starts you think you're running yeah, yeah but you're like you oh no you are you, you have a goal yeah. in theory yeah. in mind it seems like the kid knows well, that's at the core like I'm like is this kid the son of <laughs> the someone? son of the blob the <laughs> but I'm like or maybe yeah some loved one is a part of that well, blob that's, that's what I think if you look at the blob while it's in tank and the four devices that you pull off are the same devices that you put on your yep. head to mind control yeah. people. Hmm. So my like sort of 
it, it gets kind of blown away by the secret ending, which we'll get into a little yeah. bit later. But my, my, my cursory understanding of it when I first saw that was that the blob is, is like mind-controlling, reaching out, trying to find someone to mm-hmm. help free it from the scenario. Mm-hmm. Because only through like sort of outside help and then also through the size and the strength that these experiments have imparted on it anyway, only through the combination of those two things, and it's totally ironic, but only through the combination of those two things can it escape the complex that it's already in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, only by like like using the go- devices going all in on what imprisoned it. Yeah, it's able yeah, to escape. Yeah, yeah using the gift, the gifts that it's been given through these yeah. horrific experiments, which I totally agree. I think are you know the fruits of a, the terrible labor of you know pursuing humankind's want for like what's after life, right? Like bettering ourselves, making ourselves more than what we are, yeah. more human than human kind of thing. Um, Good oh, white yeah. zombie. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, the great poet. <laughs> the great poet Rob Zombie and also the title Robert Zombie yeah. motto yeah. from Blade Runner. Watched it last night. Still holds up, by the way. Great movie. Uh, <laughs> talking about Blade Runner? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Blade Runner spoiler. It is really messed up, though, because the kid, like, especially, it becomes especially messed up when you get to that puzzle where you have 20... Uh, 19. 19. Yeah. yeah. Is it 19? It's, yeah, 19. it's 19. Let's just go. Move on. <laughs> uh, it's 18 plus... You really... Man, the 20 thing, like, really... really it's 17 plus a body plus the boy. Plus, yeah. Yeah, okay, gotcha. A boy yeah. and his body. Um, no, it was 18 plus the body, and then you, you get to move on. You're the 19th. Yes. <laughs> 17 lives. Forget it. Forget it. Like you're using what? You're using your mind control. I played it twice, Brandon. (laughs) I went through it twice. It's like messed up when you have puzzles where like you have to throw them down a sort of pit. Yeah. And they like Mm. crumble when they land. Assuming like they're breaking limbs. Yeah. And you're doing that so that you can jump down safely. Yeah. Yeah. It's messed up. There are parts where like arms and torsos flung out. Yeah. And they're just like sort of like crawling around, grasping. Well, someone in the office, I wish I could remember who, had an interesting theory that. That uh, that the boy that you are actually a more advanced version of the same hmm. drones, effectively that are that oh. are there. That and then you're and that you breaking in is a, is some sort of test that you're being tested. Yeah. Well, that's can we uh, can we go to the secret ending? Um, I guess we should. Yeah. I, once we go there, I don't. Because I, I, yeah, I want to want people to be able to stop. Okay. If they haven't done the secret ending oh. and don't want that ruined for them. Yeah. So it's it's a meta multi level yeah. spoiler cast then here. Before we jump to the secret ending yeah. discussion, real quick, do you guys think this is? A, I think the game's a little bit easier than Limbo. Very definitely. Because yeah. yeah. I think yeah. by the end of Limbo, the platforming and the puzzles are yeah. so yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And there's never really a big difficulty spike at the end That's, of Inside. Oh no, absolutely not. Yeah. There was probably only like two or three puzzles I got stuck on. Most of them were in the first half of the game. Yeah. And it was one of those, like the advice I gave people afterwards was, you're probably overthinking Yeah, just it. Yeah. Like, set it, like set it down and come back. Yeah, like you're overthinking it because these puzzles yeah. are not. Yeah, the, the, uh, the most common uh, place that people that tweeted me seemed to get stuck was actually a place that I got hung up for a few minutes as well. And that is the, the room near the end where... Uh, there's like the bodies on the chains yeah. going mm. up, and then there's the the water is up above, oh, yeah. and you yeah. have to. Like, I, it's just a multi part. You know, you got to bring the box yeah, yeah. and then jump into up the water. And in yeah. and, what the hell is yeah. the deal with that water? Yeah, like like so. What's they, the water going on the ceiling? Like, when you're like after, that's after you die, right? Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah, I don't know yeah. if you're like in an afterlife. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the the water on the ceiling and the bodies hanging. It's, it's, it totally had this like what dreams may come kind of vibe yeah. to it, right? All right, Robin Williams. Come. Wet yeah. dreams may come. That's a different film. Listen up. Well, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, they're, they're, it's totally natural, totally normal. <laughs> Wet dreams may come. It's, 
Don't be alarmed. It's a, it's a perfectly normal, natural thing. Don't. It's fine. Grandma? Jesus. Uh, like this what dreams may come kind of vibe where uh, reality in itself yeah. is like bending over. and, and Yeah, totally. Yeah, because it is like we were saying earlier. Like everything is – a known quantity, and yeah. then all of a sudden it just takes a right hand turn, and it's just like, oh no, we don't, I don't understand what any of this stuff is. Yeah. I was trying to understand like what those those corpses inversely dangling were kind of significant of, and I, I, like the first thing that popped to mind was like sort of a matrix kind of thing where they were using them for brain power or energy or computing yeah. power, maybe something yeah. like that. Yeah, it like felt crunching like numbers. This is a this was a giant research lab that yeah. one of the things they were doing was creating a testicle yeah. monster. One yeah. of the things was a battery gravity. Yeah. One of the things was yeah, whatever that Yeah, so we also when I first got to that concussion scene, I thought it was uh, the places being bombarded. Mm. And my take yeah. on it was yeah. that they were drilling down deeper, deeper. into the mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's definitely I think mine's wrong because uh, it's just too regular. And so, yeah, I don't know if it's like the engine of the place. Yeah. Sort of like whatever's powering. Yeah, I took it I took it as the combustive heart of this whole evil machine, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that uh, the puzzle, one of the very last puzzles of the game when you're the blob, when you have to light the box on fire and, and throw it over, it over the yeah. sprinkler. That, that was just oh, really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of wishing there was a little bit more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought that the, was a really cool the animation throughout the game, yeah. but especially oh there, is just yeah. so flawless where you're – the the arms are like passing the box yeah. up yeah. forward yeah, and you can it's so smart. When it's all yeah. momentum when it's based. moving and then you stop like the legs are like like trying like to balance it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean the the entire animation of not just the boy but everything, but especially the boy, yeah. right? When you're moving, you're running, then you stop and he kinda does this thing where he pivots and then turns around. Like the animation right. is flawless this, this, and it's carried through to the blob yeah. and everything else. This game was in development for six years. Every day of that six years is on the screen. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. It absolutely. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if that last, uh, f- you know, 30 minutes, the, yeah. the whole uh, blob sequence. Sure. I wouldn't be surprised if they spent the last year on A that. A year on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would not surprise me. The level of, like, small details that I only noticed the second time through yeah. of, like, when people are running away from you, people are, like, tripping over chairs yeah. and things like that. And just the level of destructibility. And, and it's, sort of, it's not all canned either. Like, no. it, it, the, if you wait, people will do different things yeah. and whatnot. So, like, yeah. you'll get different reactions if you stand in one spot versus the other. Yeah. It's also one of the only games where I've been, like, everyone should die in every way possible yeah. to see it because each death yeah. is so it's insane horrific yeah yeah because it, it's also like it's almost like you get a little bit of the story through that mm-hmm. of if you don't die you don't realize what the stakes are yeah because the first time like a dude choked me to death in oh a little my gully, i was like oh okay yeah like this is oh this is what happens if i get caught the, the first like it's 20, not like oh you're going 20, to prison the dogs are really bad yeah, yeah the dogs yeah, the ripping dogs you apart yeah. that yeah. they that stuff is so brilliantly choreographed yeah. where even on the second play actually the third yeah, when we did the time play. when we, were, we did that let's play the timing play, of the dogs the timing yeah. of it it's just oh, yeah, yeah. I, I knew exactly what would happen but I was still like ah! yeah. <laughs> every time you think you're not going to make it yeah, and exactly I know how they do it too because they trigger the dog running at you and if you don't run full speed you're not going to you're make not going to make it, it. Yeah. like you have to yeah. run full speed and the entire time th- and then you only make it by like two frames yeah and that's yeah. that's the beauty of that choreography yeah. but just the the opening right the truck. As soon as I see the truck yeah. with a bunch of people in it, I'm like, "Oh, this is oh man, yeah. oh, what's God. going on here?" And he like runs in front of the headlights, and you yeah. see him like block out the light, and he just starts hauling ass towards you. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. It's also crazy that if you don't, if you were to not die, the entire game is a single shot. Yeah, like there's no loading. Yeah, that's loading. true. If you, yeah, you, that is you, true. You would literally start by coming down that little rock hill. Yep, and then you'd end on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a single cut. So, all right. Man. So, with yeah. regard to the. 
uh, regular ending of the game, which is anything but regular, yeah. <laughs> we are in agreement that we have virtually no idea what's going on. Even I'm very excited for I'm smarter, fine with that. I'm like, very excited yeah. for smarter people to me than me to have yeah, exactly. theories on Reddit. I can't yeah. wait to read the first like thesis on this game. Yeah, right <laughs> now, it gets real interesting when you do the secret ending. So go ahead and stop listening now. Come back later if you haven't Ooh. done the secret ending. You can. Uh, f- Find out exactly how to do that on the IGN Inside Wiki if you want to just do it. Uh, you got it involves. It's not overly difficult. It'll take you a bit of time. You have to find all thirteen so. orbs, yeah. Yeah. hidden orbs. Um, so yeah, consult the IGN Wiki if uh, if you need any help there. And then you have to come back and actually do another sequence mm-hmm. in order to trigger that. But with that warning, what what do we that that. I was like, "What? Yeah, so that yeah. that actually effed my mind possibly yeah. more than the vanilla ending itself." Yeah. So aside from the the orbs themselves being secret locations and sure. sort of like I, most of us found a couple of them probably the yeah. first time yeah. through. Yeah. Uh, I think I missed four by the end of it because uh, I just started looking for a yellow string. And so that's the thing <laughs> yeah. is you see this yellow power line going yeah. to it. Uh, and so there are two secret areas in the game. I didn't find either of them my first time. Me neither. Uh, there is one in the cornfield mm-hmm. when you're running through the cornfield near the beginning of the game. Uh, there's a very slight animation tell. He looks down. He looks down, and you open up. You sort of open a hatch and go down into like what's kind of like the bunker from Lost. Yeah. And uh, there's... It's, like a, it's got a dark room. It's got a dark room. There's uh, a photograph of the blob. The blob yeah. hanging, yeah. Hanging on the clothesline. And, but you have no idea whose room this is because, like, or who was living down here if this mm. is the kid's room. Um, but then there's a locked door on the right-hand side. And so that's the thing where you need to find all of the orbs and do you go through the thing first, or do you? Because then there's another secret room later. So what is that so, one where you climb the ladder? That I did. I climbed the ladder up, and then I saw the board. With yeah. All those so that's lights. the board that tells you which things you've unpowered. Gotcha. Or what, okay. what batteries what, you've unpowered. Well, which orbs you've found? Uh, which yeah. orbs you've found? Yeah. yeah. But there's a big like capsule in there as well. Yeah. Yes, it's a giant undersea diver helmet looking yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, that once you get all thirteen, yeah. then you go in there and hit that. But then you have to go... But then you leave that orb and you see the one thing lit on the board is the, the bunker. Yes. And so you go back to the bunker and then there's a... Uh, music, a three-way... There's a music puzzle you have to do. Yeah, it's a <laughs> the three-way joystick yeah. control thing on it's the three Switch. three tones that you pick up based on, I guess, next to every orb... Is or a, some of them, Or some I think. of them is a, a... A radio. A radio that is playing mm-hmm. this song. And we had to have Steve, like, Steve Butts, uh, like, literally, like, since he's trained in music, like, he was literally, like, writing it down, and he had to solve the puzzle for us. And so you finally do this, you get through the door, and you see... Uh, it's a tunnel that just, yeah. narrow, you're, you're walking through, and it's narrowing and narrowing yeah. and God, narrowing. The first time we were doing that, we were like, oh, like, oh, what's happening? And then, yeah, after, like, two minutes, seemingly, you get to the final room, which is, mm-hmm. there's one last device in the background. It's a chair. It's a chair. With, with a... Helmet, yeah, and all the yellow line, yellow cords are going into, into it. it, and then it has a power cord that goes into the wall on the right hand side. Yeah, in the foreground, in the, the chairs foreground. in the background. background. Yeah, you can't interact with it, but you you rip the the lid off the the power cord, and the kid pulls it, unplug it, and he unplugs it. And then what happens? And, and then he sort of slumps over like yeah. a marionette. And then what happens? And then the game. Re- and then the game restarts and resets. Resets. What the hell? <laughs> so it's impossible to do that on your first playthrough, right? Uh, yeah, no, there's no I, way you 
I mean, I think you I mean, couldn't if, make you couldn't find all the collectibles and then make it. Uh, back no, because there. once you well, find a collectible, you can reload a save and it keeps it. That's the thing is yeah. this this game, even though it is constructed linearly, it is not a linear game. It allows you to load at different checkpoints without losing your progress throughout. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so you, you could, you, in theory, yeah. find everything. You on can a single go playthrough. all the way to the end and then load up the. So, f- and then before farm. you actually beat the game, yeah. yeah, just get that secret ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you could beat the game and then load the thing, yeah. and all of your progress is still saved. Until which, you get the secret ending, which, which is the only thing that wipes it. Which is the only thing that wipes it. So to me, it's it's uh, like – I don't know if I'm taking like just this most superficial glance at this, but it's like a commentary on self-awareness, right? Like we are the one powering the boy the entire time. Yeah. I think, and, I think it's him severing the – because the game is ultimately you are controlling the boy yeah. – who is controlling the other characters. Because the we're so used, and it sounds so superficial to say, oh, it's reminding you that you're in control of video games. I think it's deeper than that. I think it's it's reminding you that you need to take responsibility for all the actions of this game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's reminding you, whether you realize it or not, you're the one that is in control of all of it. And it's a commentary of, of us eventually realizing that, you know, we're the ones that are driving this entire thing. And if we just stop it, you know, it... It stops. It doesn't continue. So when you pull the plug, you sever that connection. The game resets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I was like, that's it. <laughs> I just thought there had to be something else. I like the regular ending better. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I genuinely think, curious if there's still more. Yeah. It's I possible. Maybe there's something is. on a second playthrough that you have to do. I've noticed like VHS tapes scattered around the yeah. game as well. Yeah. I've noticed that and too. I wondered about that. But I think the the secret ending is more profound than the first ending. I think the first ending is a a one level commentary, and I think that the secret ending is another level commentary. Neither is different or better. They're just different. Yeah. I mean, it it sort of tackles like, the idea of like you said, player control and player like having to take accountability for your actions in a, in a way it's that like breaking the fourth wall yeah in a way that stuff like i won't go into the exact specifics but like bioshock and spec ops do yeah spec um, ops like yeah. I, I the first thing i thought was the help screens right? yeah like, totally do you feel like a hero yeah yeah, yeah yeah um yeah which i find really fast because that that was the point in the game where i'm like oh i, I did it we did a bad thing <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have done this yeah. like maybe the kid's not so innocent maybe he should have been drowned in a gully <laughs> So the more, the more we were talking about this, the more I think that that girl underwater that does inevitably <coughs> drown him was the first thing that the blob reached out to, like the first the first chance to break free, right? Oh, and she eventually drowned. She couldn't make it. Yeah, and now that the blob has reached out again, he has the boy. He encounters her, and she shows him basically by killing him in the water how to progress through. Yeah, to the next part. I'm so lost. <laughs> It is kind of like Lost. Yeah. <laughs> As we talk about it, I'm realizing there are a lot of uh, thematic uh, uh, themes that it shares in common with Super Hot, which is also from this Super year. Hot. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I would say so. Oh man, that's interesting. In terms of like <laughs> player agency, player choice, yeah, what it yeah. means, the game like responsibility, taking to responsibility you. for your actions. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm really. I feel like there's a single piece of something that I'm missing. To be able to be like, this is what the game is about. Because I'm like, I think it's about this, but I'm not 100% sure what this test and is. And that might be by design oh, from totally. Playdead. Sure. That, that, that might not exist, but yeah. they just might want you to think it does. God, that's so messed up. <laughs> just like that little itch that you just can't scratch. Yeah. You know, but I want to know whose bunker this is. Piece. I do too. That Wait for good. the inside fan fiction. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when the boy and the little girl the get girl. together. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sonic comes in. Got to go fast. fast. What <laughs> dreams may come. <laughs> <What> dreams <laughs> may come. Uh, obviously, we'd love your theories. Yeah. 
uh, not your fan fiction, yeah. but your theories. Drop them in the comments. Uh, the game is brilliant. Obviously, yeah. if you're listening to this, you've already played it. You probably already so. agree with that. I had the one guy. The one guy tweeted me and was like, it's not that good. <laughs> and I was like, right. we found the one guy, everybody. Let's. <laughs> yeah, I I've, I've, I've was saying on Twitter, I've never given a higher score yeah. that's had less blowback. Oh, yeah. From, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. yep, that's absolutely brilliant. Out. Yeah. I agree with you, Damon. I think it is better than Limbo. And so. Limbo, I, and to me, Limbo is the greatest of the Xbox Live Arcade games. Yeah. Uh, full respect to Braid and Shadow Complex. Sure. But for me, Limbo is, is on top. And this game is better than that. Um, how cool is it that The Witness and Inside, yeah. Yeah. Both, both, yeah. both out yeah. this year yeah. as follow-ups, long-awaited follow-ups yeah. to Braid and Limbo from back in the XBLA glory days. And they are... Well, the witness and inside are our current two front runners. Yeah. yeah, our two tens and our two front runners for certainly for IGN Game of the Year yeah. right now. Right, I would vote for Inside today. I would, too. but the witness is absolutely brilliant. I'm actually just too stupid to. I think I'm also. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hundred something panels in. And At least I'm able to beat Inside. I don't understand it, but I'm able to beat it. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just a, just what a. What a brilliant game Inside is. And, uh, and I am totally fine with these people taking six years to make another game. Yeah. If it's yeah. like this, I'm yeah. not. But I'll see, I'll see you on the Xbox 2. Yeah. Scorpio <laughs> Scorpio 3.5. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would love to know what they do next. Like, what direction they're going. If it's another sort of austere kind of dream, So this is it. Like this. So if Limbo was an NES game... This was their super limbo. It's going to be Limbo 64. It's going yep. to be a 3D <laughs> character platformer <laughs> with very bad draw distance. <laughs> and then after that, uh, Limbo Sunshine. Oh, I can get behind that. Yeah, actually. No, there's no sunshine the in Limbo. <laughs> limbo Galaxy. All right. Uh, that, that wraps up. As, uh, there, there's, there are no definitive conclusions yeah. on the inside spoiler cast because it's impossible. Yeah. It's all open to interpretation. Yeah. It's what you make of it. Uh, we have our own thoughts. Love to hear yours. For Brandon Tyrell, Marty Sleva, and Damon Hatfield, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. Uh, hope you all enjoyed Inside as much as we did. And for much more on uh, all video games, whether they're made by Play Dead or not, keep it tuned <laughs> right here to IGN. We should only cover Play Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Man, guys, it's been a slow couple of years. <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.